Welcome to another edition of Intelligent Ignorance. I'm Zion. It's your boy Sage, Sahe in the flesh. This is a reunion of sorts. This is the first time, not the first time, this is the third time we've we've hung yeah, out yeah, in yeah. person. Third, third time since freshman year I came up and seen seen the kid. Since since he moved. So this is this is a special episode this time. Yeah, boy. We uh what did we do today? We uh we went to a Texas Roadhouse. I was supposed to show up earlier, but we're not gonna talk about why yeah, your my, sister. My, my sister is a bumass. But um, <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to. We were. I wanted to show up at like eleven thirty. We we showed up at like maybe like a cool two forty. Um, but yeah, a little late. A little late. Yeah, casually though, casually in the best way. Fashionably late. Yeah. So we got here. Um, rolled our problems up. Uh. Went on a little ride. Texas got some, Roadhouse. Got Yo, some Texas Roadhouse. We still got buns in there. That's what I'm saying. I haven't With even... the cinnamon butter. I'm not going to lie. That sounds kind of disgusting. Yo, but... you think it would, but it slaps. Does it? Has it like a... Like a I, I can't... I don't want to get into it right now. But yeah, we went to Texas Roadhouse. Ate some good shit. It, it was all right. I got a new chain. I'm going to say right now, Longhorn... Is better than Texas Roadhouse. I'll fight anyone that says otherwise. Yeah, we ordered the takeout, and when they gave us our food, uh, they didn't they didn't give Bayon any um. They like didn't they knife. they didn't give me a fork, knife, napkin, steak sauce. They pretty much was just like, "Yo, here's your food. How you eat it, up to you." Yeah, and even a fucking courtesy spit there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't under I don't understand. I don't. Yeah, at least when I went to Longhorn. I mean, I ate it, so it was different. But still, the lady was very nice. Yo, you know what they do at um, uh, Texas Roadhouse if it's your birthday? Do they sing to you? Because yeah. everywhere does that. They get a they get a fucking like a bowl that you got to sit on, and they make you sit on that bitch, and they all gather around and like yell and clap, and they like make everyone say uh, fucking some Western shit. <laughs> Yo, see, that's why. That's why, as far as restaurants are concerned, I don't have a birthday. Yeah, I was never born. Yeah, I've, I'm just here. I wander. Because my thing is, I don't... Oh, it's funny. Ha, ha, ha. We're, we're, no, no, no. Like, I can tell you right now, if you ever did that to me, I'd, I'd stomp you out like American History X. And you've never seen that movie, so you don't understand, but like... My thing is... It'd be, my, my thing is, um... I'm with you on that. I'd only do that to someone that I'm friends with, but not close friends with. You do that to an associate. Yeah, I want to see somebody suffer, but I also want to laugh it off later. And I know they will, but I know in the moment. I won't laugh it off. I know in the moment. They'll be be pretty pissed. Yo, what if someone does that to me? What what, What if I'm someone? Like, what if I did that? Like, what if I do that to you? I hope you know everything you said. But to me, in like, no um, reverse, <laughs> yo, nah, man, Shoelace. nah, I'd never do that to you. I, I wouldn't do that just because, like, I don't want that done to me, you know. That's the only thing, do unto others as you would want done unto you. I'm heavy, that's on my that. motto. I'm very heavy on that. Um, I tried living my life like that, I, I, I do most of the time, but sometimes every now and then I'm just like, yo. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing I wanted to get into today's Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday. Um, Don't tell him that much, bro. 
Shut up. <laughs> um, yesterday, last night, Paulo Costa. Oh, Adesanya. Oh, God. The last style bender, Israel Adesanya. So, to fill, to fill the boy Sage in, because he's, he's getting into UFC, um... These these two they they've had beef for a little while. Uh, Paulo Costa they were both undefeated. Uh, Israel Adesanya is now twenty and zero. Paulo Costa is thirteen and one. Um, Clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paulo Costa he it was like I made the comparison a lot. It was like he was like Ivan Drago for the middleweight division because he was so big, and he was just like the way he was just hitting people. Like I say, go look at his knock. Uh, the way he finished Uriah Hall, that right there was everything I needed to see. To, that told me he was gonna be, or at least I thought he was gonna be, a, a problem for Israel Adesanya. He's but, a problem nonetheless, from what I see. I mean, he kinda. But like, but Israel Adesanya, Adesanya exposed him. Israel, because and that one of the things I want to point out is that Israel Adesanya kept saying. I don't throw and hope, I aim and fire. And that is one of the most badass things I've ever heard. And in the fight last night, you saw it. Like he just I did p- see it. He picked him apart. It was his striking was too his striking alone was too much for Paul. Costa was nervous going into it, you told me. Yeah, he was. Uh, you could tell from uh this this video I saw on Twitter, I think it was backstage at one of the press conferences or photo shoots or whatever um paulo costa approached him and was talking to him and it seemed like they were being all friendly and adesanya said like oh he approached me on that friendly shit like he's scared like i know he's scared i know he is because before that he was talking all of that oh israel's too skinny to handle a shot from me and all of that and then in the fight israel adesanya was just like yo fuck your strength all that shit you was talking. For what? Get him off. For what? Get him off. The, the, however, however, <laughs> the, the, the highlight of this story is not just that he finished him in the second round. It's that Israel Adesanya is a clown, bro. And I don't even mean that as an insult. Like, this man is like, like how in high school, like the class clown that everybody yeah. fucked with. Like, man, man is a goofball, bro. I saw him at the end. Bro, this man humped Paulo Costa after, like, right as the ref stopped the fight. My thing is, as a fighter, as a fighter... I feel disrespected. Stripped of my masculinity. Paulo Costa is, is he he's I didn't know he was I didn't know Adesanya was gay until he told me today. I mean honestly I think I was I mean he hasn't said it but I mean I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it and so were like a lot of people and then he hung bro 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 he hung like yo you say you saw it you saw it I saw it we all saw it Dana White saw it like don't let him meet Ryan Garcia yo my pr- yo, my th- <laughs> my thing is if it yo see as Paulo Costa, you either have to retire and like fade away into obscurity, or you have to come back 
as like Frank Castle and start taking heads off of any and everyone that you step in there with because you can't allow another man to hump you right after he stops you yeah, like that's uh, not and then he walks over to the it's, it's one thing for, for you to like get your fucking like neck licked uh, like have some other man yeah shout out to tyson fury like, like what the fuck was that blood off of your neck but, but what, to get humped after you just got like and then Israel Adesanya, and then he went over to the coach, the other guy, uh, Paulo Costa's coach, and they were going back and forth. And he told the dude straight up, like, I'm going to come all over you. Like, I'm just like, yo, this, yo, bruh. He did it, too. What do you do? What do you do when someone who behaves like that is as dangerous as he is? Because it's like, you're not going to enjoy how he's acting, but what are you going to do about it? What do about it nothing like lose not, not even just lose like he could knock somebody out and rape him if he wanted to like no that's yeah. not even no shit but, but like, like <laughs> that's not no i'm saying like because i saw someone on twitter said it best they were like as paulo costa how do you feel knowing that he could have just raped you like <laughs> like how do you how do you feel and that's why i was so like i was so not like baffled, dumbfounded, astounded, all words I could use maybe, but like I just I didn't I didn't expect him to do that. I didn't. I mean, I expected him to win. Some wild shit. I, I thought he was gonna win too from the get go. I I figured he was gonna win, but I didn't expect him to just. I didn't. I didn't expect him to hump him. I don't think anybody did. No one did, unless he told one of his coaches beforehand. Why I don't think he would. Why would he? Looks just, at his coach just like yo. Bro, I'm yo, I'm about to hump him. I'm gonna knock him out and then right afterwards, yo. Watch I'm gonna be hard as shit. I'm gonna let him feel my. Yo, that, <laughs> yo, that's why. That that hey, this, be careful who you talk shit about. That mm. yeah, that's all that is. Cause Paulo Costa set himself up. He just like, and he him he, up after the fight. And he's just like yo, bro. Why'd you why'd you hump me? Adesanya's just like yo. Bring your homeboys through. Like, what do you... Yo, what do you... I keep asking, like, what do you do? What you do you do? You sit there and you just bleed. And if you get told that you lost the fight. As Paulo Costa, <laughs> I've got to... Like, you can't... Do you somebody has to pay. Two? I don't know. I mean, I'd imagine there has to be, right? Uh, like, there has to be. I'm excited to see it. I'm, I'm not. forward to it. I mean, maybe, yo, I mean, if I see some training footage and it's like some Rocky Four shit, like Paulo Costa's in the mountains training with, like, I just bricks see and logs. fucking deck everybody. Israel Adesanya is, well, right now he's 20 and 0. Like, I don't want to jinx shit, so I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but I will say that I do believe that he's going to go down as one of the best middleweights. Period. He already is one of the best. Who do you think he's fighting next? I have no idea, man. I'm going to keep it 100. I really don't. When is John Jones fighting again? I have no idea. And I hope he. I hope his next fight is heavyweight. I really do. I'm tired of the games. I want to <laughs> see I want to see him either fight Francis Ngannou or I want to see him fight Stipe Miocic. That's oh, it. John Jones, Stipe would be fucking nice. That's That's the fight we have to see. That's the fight we have to see. Because my thing is, Stipe is by... He's the best heavyweight fighter of all time. 
in the in the UFC. He's the best heavyweight champion in UFC history. Like these are things that, in my opinion, DC. And I knew it was gonna. I, I was the only one in the house that day that knew it was gonna happen. Mm. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I just like DC because he's like you know, uh, you know, I want him to win. You know, his last fight, he's retiring, whatever. Fuck, but he. I, yeah, you know, like it would have been a nice heartwarming story, but like Stepe Miocic is a fireman on his free time. Like he fights fires on his free time. It's like fuck. I give it fuck a, a fuck, fuck a human going yeah. to do. Like, <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you should have seen this fire at mid-afternoon. The shit was crazy right before I got here. But I'm here now. Bro, <laughs> like that. And my whole... And at the, That's why... So you take that. You take that. And then you put that up against John Jones, who I think is the best fighter of all time, period. Take his personal shit out of the equation. Nobody can beat him in the light heavyweight division. And in the heavyweight division, the only person that I think could come close is Stipe. And even then, I think John Jones wins that fight. John Jones is built different. He is. He's built different. He's like, he's... I don't... Kind of ridiculous. Bro, like, who was it? I think it was Lyoto Machida that he choked out with a guillotine standing up. It was like, what the... Like, like, what? Huh? I've never seen some shit like that yeah that's i remember fucking i saw the one the one time i was hanging out with kid and um we was watching the one ufc main event and i forget who i think it was john jones dc yo i'm gonna say dc was not built to go up against jones no he wasn't but he 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 Gave something, I guess, but he he got fucked up. He got fucked up big time. Both um, the second fight, I think it was a bit more of a uh, of a contest. It definitely was a bit more of a contest. But DC knew what he was up against. But John Jones, you think he went in there confidently though. Uh, I you think he. To, I, I was about to say. I was about to say you have to, but I think. Usually I mean, at any point in time, he was like, "Yeah, my chance is probably not that high." Probably towards the end of the fight. You think he was just trying to maintain till the till the bell? I think once he got in the octagon, he probably started to think like, "I might not have this." It's like, "Whoa, he's kind of big." <laughs> and then once once John Jones started hit, doing his thing, it was probably just like, his "I don't elbows, have this." Man. They scared the, the spinning back elbow. That's Yo. that's that's the thing for me. It's like. Yo, would you imagine he comes up to you and he's like, "Yo, this fifty is, grand right now." No, you, that's that's <laughs> when I tell you that is that's that's nothing. I wouldn't even let him. Yo, like me. <laughs> I wouldn't. I I wouldn't let him pluck me for fifty thousand dollars. Like you kidding me? But there's a video that I saw during those uh, the protesting and when the uh, the the rioting started happening. Uh, John Jones walked up on these guys and was just like, "Give, give it here." They're 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 spray painting shit, and at first they they tried to act tough, and then they realized it was John Jones, and they all shit themselves. <laughs> like one guy in particular, he was just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like he just looked at him. John Jones just like, and then he gave it to him. He's just like, "Give it here, give it." And I'm just like, the kind of fear. That's the the. Fuck a police department. That, yeah, like, that's not fair. <laughs> that's hiring, like, Brock Lesnar and John Jones to just patrol your... Yeah, team. I was just gonna say that. Like, there's only... The only kind of fear that is even close 
to the fear of being confronted by John Jones is being confronted by Brock Lesnar. Just because of his sheer size. F5. That's all I remember. Fucking John Cena. F5. Bro, just because of his size and then you take into the, the WWE shit, which, yeah, but the UFC shit, that scares people. But there's something about John Jones where it's just like, yo, this man is crazy. John Jones and Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Nah. John Jones would handle Brock Lesnar. Yo, yeah, he'd give him Amazon Prime works, bro. That's, bro, free shipping with these hands. Same day delivery. On your face. Everywhere, bro. Hit the canvas. Good night. He'll probably get up, too. No. <laughs> He'll probably get up and be like, yeah... I'm gonna yes on some Captain America shit back alley like oh you thought I was finished and then John Jones is gonna be like shut the fuck up and just like elbow spinning back elbow <laughs> and that, but the reason I don't think he'd get up is because Brock Lesnar he's good he's a beast he's a freak I'm scared of him he's not gonna hear this I don't know why I'm trying to save face but <laughs> but he just pulls up one day to our studio he's just like yo. I, I remember. I remember episode three. I, I saved it to my library. I listen to it every night before. I, I can't take leave. a punch. <laughs> I can't take a punch. It just gets in your face and he screams, "Hit me!" And you just like smell the words on his breath. Bro, he doesn't take. Let the record show. I didn't say he takes steroids. <laughs> um, but what I was gonna say is he can't really take a punch. Like Cain Velasquez dogged him. You know what I mean? Uh, Alistair Overeem, granted, he kicked him right in his stomach, fresh off diverticulitis, so it's Yo, not the that same. Shit's a bitch. Yeah, so it's not the My same. Mom had that shit. Really? Had that shit had that. I don't know if that's a thing you have or had. I mean, he got surgery and had like yeah, she her whole colon fucking blew up. Damn. They had to take like part. I don't know how. I don't want to give a measurement and sound dumb, but they had to take a portion of that bitch out. They were like, "Yo, your colon's not." She got a whole like. Uh, 26 staples in her stomach, bro. Back in 2008. Oh, wait. Yeah. That was a good year. That was a good year. I don't even remember it, too. I just remember walking to the hospital and she was just there. She's like, what's up? I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's popping? I was, because I was like, one minute you were here and the next minute I just got home from school and you just were not here. I was just like, I'm. I was calling you, but you didn't answer. I just made a sandwich. I sat there and waited. Someone came in and was like, yo, we're going to the hospital. Why? Your mom. Oh. Word. <laughs> Damn. Speaking of uh, of oh eight, isn't that the year that the Carter Three dropped? Yeah, it is. See, yo. What's the best song of the Carter Three? Mr. Carter. I I like I I like how emphatic that answer was. Mr. Carter with Jay Z was the best song off that album, but there's some there's some fucking classics. It, Mrs. Officer is always you know. I feel like I feel like most people would probably go to I've Lollipop. Had sex to that song. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I laughed while it was happening. It was great. Yeah. Cause it was the wee wee. wee. <laughs> <laughs> I was up. I was just. Does she was... listen to the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be alright. Be alright. Be alright. Um, 
What was I going to say? Uh, I feel like most people would probably go to Lollipop as the best song on that album. Yeah, man. I wouldn't argue with Mr. Carter, but my favorite song is definitely Got Money. Mr. Mr. Carter just makes me feel like like a, I'm about to just like change my whole fucking life in one night. Like I'm about to just become yeah, but, like, successful as fuck. Y- yeah, but Got Money brings a certain level of hype and a desire to acquire these riches and disregard these bitches. That just doesn't really come out with other songs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that whole album just makes yo just the mood around that album, man. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that that's definitely a goaded album. That is that is that that's not a that's not a controversial thing to no, say, right? That album. That's a goaded album, Bro, right? Even if you don't like Lil Wayne, you still listen to the Curtis thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really agree with the things he's said as of late. Really, as of late, I, I'm not gonna get into it. But I'm still going bump the Carter three. Oh, I'm hey. still going bump uh, a Millie and then got money back to back. Shit, he Carter five too. I know you don't. I didn't really. Uh, no, uh, I said I didn't fuck with Carter that one. Five had some had some shit on that too. Famous on that album was one of my favorite songs. That shit's another one. It's the same. Not the same. It's, it's yeah. It's got like the same type of shit as Mr. Carter, but Mr. Carter's more upbeat. That's just more like we gonna get I, this shit. We gonna get this money. I've, yeah. been, I've been out getting this money. Yeah, and plus, I feel like Mr. Carter is just one of those songs that because of how long ago it came out and Where like it, it's goaded now. It, it's definitely goaded. And any song with Jay Z on it is just. Almost any song with Jay Z. Yeah, almost. I forgot. I mean, but nah, cause the devil is a lie. Rick Ross, Jay Z. Yo, I got the keys with um. Future. Future, Jay Z. I got the keys. That the keys, shit the keys. went fucking Bro, hard. I that. Ooh, I remember all the shit. Com- all the comments in that video was just like, "Yo, did he just said he just said um." I'm gonna shoot up some children on that. <laughs> Future is like, um. Yo, Future, yo, if you listen to his bars, he be saying some off the wall yeah, outlandish shit. Everyone was shit. like, did he just say, call up the judge, I'm gonna shoot up some children on the fucking, on the, on the hook? Man. I wouldn't be surprised if he did say that shit and everyone's just like, yo, it's heat though. Future Hendrix. Yeah, that was, yeah. My what man. you mean? Call the judge. Say the children. <laughs> <laughs> Lock them up somewhere safe. Make sure they're good. That's what I'm saying, man. Hey, 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 at least he's telling us ahead of time. Yeah, he gave a warning. Future's a good guy. You know he's coming now. Word. Um, he's coming strapped, though. Hide your kids. The last thing I wanted to talk about before we get up out of here, um, we watched a movie. Not a, not a new movie. It's a very old movie. Full Metal Jacket. That shit. I've seen it before, but this was your first time seeing it. Yeah, uh, I don't think I need to put a spoiler alert out because, you know, like... You 1987. Said, 1987. But if you haven't seen the movie and it's on your witch or watch list, you know, spoiler alert. Dude popped his shit like a cherry, bro. Private pile. Yeah, man. Yo, rip, and you know what's fucked up? Like Rip the, to Leonard the Lawrence. The start of the movie, I really had hope for that, man. Because, like, when the sergeant... Yeah, he was calling him out and, like, saying all the shit to him. But, like, he still, like, he was one of the characters that was, like, drawing attention to at the beginning. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, he's gonna be... I have hope for him. And even though he was, you know, slow in the movie, I still... I was like, oh, he's going to get his shit together and everyone's going to fuck with him and whatever. And then they just beat that motherfucker with soap. Yeah. A lot of soap. Yeah. Yo, the scene. And then what he, what he said, he's like, yo, it's all in good training, you fat motherfucker. And then just goes to sleep. No, he said, um, 
He said, uh, remember, it's all a bad dream, fat boy. Oh, damn. That's what he... (laughs) Yeah, see, yo, this is going to make me sound bad, but that movie, those scenes are my favorite scene. Like, the, the entire boot camp sequence, the reason I love it so much is because some of my favorite shots in the movie, as far as, like, the cinematography, like, there's a specific... That's a good word. There's a specific shot where uh, it's like a a sunset and the screen is damn near like predominantly red. And you can see they're swinging across on like the ropes and shit. That was beautiful. And just the overall, I I think how Stanley Kubrick was showing how the military kind of strips away the individuality of the uh, of the. the people when they're becoming soldiers because if you think about it the only character in the movie whose name you know is leonard lawrence who the sergeant the drill sergeant calls private pile but he blows his, he blows his brains out you don't know anyone else's I name like the comparison between animal in the second part of the movie and lawrence yeah after after i had finished because I, I was like yo that dude animals he just be spraying shit, and you're like, that's what Piles would have been if yeah. if he didn't let it get to him. That's ba- exactly that's basically what um what the drill sergeant was trying to make Private Pile. Just Yo, he popped the sergeant too. I don't know if I mentioned that that boy got. Oh yeah, right. Stopped his heart. Stopped it, bro. He pro- it probably flew out of his back. The dude in the back, cowboy, is just like looking at the guy's heart on the floor, and he's just like, huh. He's just like, yo, my God. Bruh, be that... Easy, be cool, man. Yeah, I think we're past that. Lil Reese, be cool like you be cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, I think I think we've uh, I, I think we've escalated past being cool. Yo, you know what's another good movie? What? Bro, that is, like, it, boot camp scene, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Stripes, Bill Murray. Uh, completely different vibes. I like it. Different vibes, um, but that's a... I haven't seen that movie, though. I know it's a comedy. Oh, you haven't seen that movie? No. That's a good I know it's a comedy, but I haven't I haven't seen that's it. That's a good fucking movie. I li- I like those old comedies. This shit had me off guard. I was young as fuck watching that movie. I was probably like 11 or 12 watching that movie and I did not like whenever I put a DVD in and it gives me like the theater version versus the director's cut version. I'm Who's like, watching the theater version? That's what I'm saying. Like who the hell is going to watch the theater version? So I always watch the extended cut and it yo were there swears? It was like full on fucking like absurd nudity. And I, I was just like, damn, I did not. Because I was on my phone. I'm just expecting to see like a comedy military. I just see him like looking in binoculars at the girls in the shop. I'm just like, what the fuck is good with this man? This man's a pervert. <laughs> it was the it was the sergeant too. He was just sitting there with the looking at. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, uh, I wanna see that movie, but I have no idea where to find it, and I'm not about to buy it on Blu-ray, in hopes that I'll like it. Because if I don't, I'm, there will I'm, come a time when either one of us is just like, yo, I'm buying it. I mean, hopefully you, because you've seen it already. Definitely. Because uh, I'm gonna add to my extensive Blu-ray collection already, yeah. but I'm not about to add getting stripes. The money, getting the money up, so. I don't, I gotta add comedies to the collection. I don't have like any comedies besides uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and uh, 
and um, Full Metal Jacket because it's low key like a, a comedy in some aspects too, in a way. The boot camp sequence is funny as f- I don't care who yo I don't the amount of racism you just laughed at. Oh yeah, I, bro. Me love you a long time. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, yo. I don't care. That movie's funny as hell, yo. Fight bro, me. I don't give a fuck. You know what that just reminded me of? What? Fucking um Rush Hour. Yo. Yo, talk about one of the funniest trilogies of all time. Bro, what's the song they like obsessed over? That Everybody just... was kung fu it, fighting. No, I feel like there was another one. Or was it was that it? The one they always like. Somebody's calling the boy. Let's oh, see yeah. what's up. It's the sister. Ooh. It's it's the sis. Yo. Uh, hold up. We gotta wrap something up real quick, and then I'll be out in like two minutes. We're filming right now, so just give me like. Two I seconds. wonder if she knows she's gonna be a cameo in the episode, cause she her voice definitely picked up a little bit. This is nice. This is, uh, see, this is what I like. This is organic, genuine podcasting right here. You're getting the real us. You're getting real, genuine. You can't script this. All right. Why would we script in an interruption? Like, yeah. We wrapping up? Yeah, we got to wrap up. She's, she's, she's waiting, man. She's a little mad. That's fine. Sorry to be cutting off so soon, so abruptly. Be uh, be sure to check us out on all the uh, podcasting platforms. Be sure to check us out on Mondays and Fridays. We will continue this cinematic conversation at a later date because I had a much more to talk about too. Not just cinematic. We got a, we got much more to talk about. But I really like talking about movies. Yeah, we got places to be on this conversation plane. But movies is definitely going to be up there. Oh, I'm bro. I, at some point, I'm gonna have my own little, Uh-oh. little solo series just talking about movies for all my cinematic freaks out there. My cine, I tried to come up with something on the spot. It nah, didn't. It's it, it, nah, nah. But uh, follow me on Twitter at Zay Lethal. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Intelligent Ignorance Sage. What are your socials? Follow my Instagram Sage Avocado. Follow my Snapchat. I'll throw that out there. Sage underscore Avocado and. That's all I'm giving you. Be sure to check us out, as I said previously, on all of our podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, and everything else you can find us on. And we will see you next time. Bow. Deuces.